What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, squad? Welcome to another episode of Change Labs Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. I'm joined by two of my best friends in the entire world, Cole Silva and Kirsten Mark. What's up, fam? Bam. Oh, that was loud and squeaky. <laughs> Yo, I fucking like that. So guys, us three together on today's podcast, we wanted to do a podcast talking about how to have a successful mindset. And we want to make it universal because we want to make this not only apply to fitness, but also to business and also to life. And frankly, I feel like mindset is something that all of us, all three of us have individually struggled with mm-hmm. and individually had to overcome. Oh, yeah. percent. And so for me, my personal struggles started when I was like surrounded by the wrong people mm-hmm. and I always wanted to be successful. And I think from a young age, like I just knew that I wanted to build a business and I wanted to be a fitness model and I wanted to be in shape. And I had this like dream and this aspiration, but I was just hanging around with people that were drinking all the time mm-hmm. that were doing drugs that were partying. So like I ended up hanging out with the wrong people, which is why my mindset was struggling. Dude, and it's actually really funny because I would say that would be my number one reason why my mindset was struggling so hard was because of the people I surrounded myself with. And Cole, this past weekend at the PT Domination event, said something that like stuck with me. And I think it's going to serve you guys as well. He said, if you blame them for all the bad things in your life, you also have to blame them for the good. And I think that that hit me really hard because although I let go of those people, I don't know if I let go of the resentment I had for the effect and impact they had on my life. So when you said that, dude, I got like goosebumps all down my fucking body. And I was like, I have to thank these people because without those people, you guys, you quite literally wouldn't be as strong of a human as you are now. So I just need to say thank you for that because that like, yeah, that hit home. Yeah, hundred P. When it comes down to that, I feel like we have like a very different perspective here, which I'm actually excited about because like B that for a very long time you wanted to be like fitness model, you wanted to be successful, you wanted to have like that type of mindset. And I feel like I my aspirations as a kid was more bullshit. And I feel like a lot of people can understand that, right? Well, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want the car, I want the Lambo, I want the house. I feel like every kid in their fucking life has said that before, but I never actually like wanted it. It was never like a real thought in my fucking mind. And mine didn't develop until like the fucking ironworking. Like when I delivered that speech curse, like when I actually had those realizations where I realized that if you want to do something in life, you can literally do like quite like realistically anything. It just takes fucking time and it takes you to develop a little bit of a better mindset. So I think mine developed a little bit later in life where it wasn't a, I always wanted to be successful, but it was more of like a, I knew I was always worth more. And as soon as I figured that out and I like had that shift in my mentality, everything kind of started to fall into place. Yeah. So I think that if you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to know that like you can literally do anything you want in your life, literally anything. Like, and I actually mean that. And believe that. And that's like the core message of the podcast. And I want to talk about why most people don't end up doing what they want to do and they end up settling. First thing I want to talk about is environment. Like how many of you have ever told your goals to one of your close friends or family members and they were like, what? Yeah, like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? That's unconventional. That is not a safe and secure path or even as weight on a weight loss journey. Like how many of you have friends, family members or spouses where you tell them that you're about to lose weight and they're like, oh, like, like you did last time. It's like when I signed up for Brian's online course. 
my mom, wine, looks at Brian and he's a good looking dude. And she's like, you're telling me you want to learn from him, Kirsten. And I'm like, I want to learn from him. Yes, he's a good looking dude. But yes, I want to learn from him. But my family and like bless them because I absolutely have nothing but love for my mom and dad. They thought what was best for me. And they genuinely, you guys, some people think something is what's best for you when in reality, you know that it's not. So they thought it was best for me to play it safe and to stay at the job that I had for the last 10 years. Like you should stay at Original Joe's. You make a really good income. Like you have to support Haley. And I knew that that wasn't the answer. So I think a lot of the time you have to go against the grain and like against what people say that you should do if you know that something otherwise is better. Yep. I do it a hundred percent. Like growing up in Battle Bay, Ontario, that was a regular thing that you heard. And I feel like it was, it was the norm for everybody to act normal, quote unquote normal. And I'm going to use that very lightly because normal life in Thunder Bay is fucking get a regular job, either at the mill or in the mines or in construction because construction usually pays the most money. All right. Drink your ass off party all the time and never really live up to your true potential. So even though you want to achieve things, you don't actually push yourself. And that's normal life. Guys, for the longest time, I used to have a very weird feeling back home. And it was because there's a culture back from where I fucking grew up that is work all winter. Okay. Bust your ass all winter. And like, let me know if you guys have ever heard this before. And then come summer, you quit your job and you go on EI and you just collect EI for fucking three to five months. So you can keep and you realize it. And it was a culture that I always saw and I never understood. Because even though I was a shithead, all right, drinking drugs, fucking working at Walmart, overnight stalking, like, by the way, when I quit Walmart, I didn't, I actually just left the fucking province and fucking came to Alberta and they called me six months later. So I was a shithead. I'm not going to say that I wasn't. But like that mentality is something that never really stuck with me. Never really stuck with me. And if you guys are listening, and you don't know what EI is, because I know somebody just commented that, EI is an employment insurance. So you pay into it. Every time you work, you pay into it for a certain amount of time. So if you lose your job, you get that money back. So I know people that literally would do this every year. They would just work like crazy, pay into EI so then they could fund their partying. I mean, it's something that never stuck well with me, but those are the people that you surrounded yourself with. And that's why nobody I knew ever lived up to their true potential because the mindset was always make it by. Just do enough to push by, to just yep. push a little bit, yep. et cetera. You feel me? Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I still know people like that. Like that just because we grew out of that phase, because I like I hear you on a whole other level, Cole, because that was quite literally what my friend group would do. So I yeah. totally get that. And like a lot of those people, and not to point fingers, but like a lot of people are still doing the same thing. Yeah. A lot of people are still doing the same thing, still living that like work your ass off 14, 16 hour days. But then for the summer, you take the entire thing off and then you just drink your face off for two months straight. Dude, I'm actually lucky because when I was a bartender, I remember watching people that were like 35, 40, 45 years old doing that. And I was like, I never want to be that person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so knowing that I was watching other people do that, I was watching other people repeat the same patterns over and over again, made me realize that I don't want to do that. But I have a question for you guys. What do you do if you know that that's not the life you want to live anymore? Knowing that I wanted to change, even if I didn't believe in myself, was enough for me to take a certain level of action to start making progress. So I didn't believe in myself, but I also knew I was like, I can't keep doing this over and over and over again. So one of the first steps for me to build like a stronger mindset was to get rid of the two people that were absolutely toxic for me. And this isn't me saying that it was them or it was me because I mean, we all play a part, right? So for me, it was letting go of my ex and letting go of my very, very, very best friend in the entire world. And I did it 
in a very short period of time. Yeah. And that I did not believe in myself in that time. But I also knew I was like, if there's any chance that you're going to break free of like the drugs and the drinking every single weekend, like you have to get rid of the people that are doing that every single weekend. And everybody decides to make a change at different times. And just because my time was different than theirs doesn't mean that they don't have that ability to make changes later on in life. But I had to call it because they were the people I was hanging out with. So when I did that, I had nobody. I had my sister. That was it. But I knew that that was one of the first steps I needed to take. So Cole, what do you do if you don't believe in yourself, but you want to change your life? Mm, I feel like it first off comes into a little bit of self-reflection. And I feel like it comes down to you starting to lean on individuals that you look up to. All right. A big thing that I started to do when I was younger is I started to, again, lean into people that I looked up to. I started to binge watch YouTube videos. Brian to this day knows that my biggest inspiration in the world is C.T. Fletcher. And it was because I like, even though his story was even more ruthless than mine, like just insane shit that he went through, I just related to his mentality. Because I feel like a big reason why a lot of you guys don't end up succeeding is because you don't believe in yourself. And to get out of that momentum, to get out of that fucking situation it becomes a little bit of a pain in the ass because you're like, well, if I don't believe in myself, how do I take that first step? I started to look for those outside sources of motivation because the people I surrounded myself with weren't them. They didn't care about me becoming the best version of myself. They just cared about keeping the friend that wanted to drink and do drugs every single weekend. They just cared about doing the same thing that we've been doing on a daily basis. So I made the conscious decision to separate myself from them. As much as I still love them to this day, there's still a couple of boys, a handful of boys that I will literally take to my grave. I separated myself from them. I made a conscious decision after a road trip to Calgary to leave. We drove all the way from Thunder Bay to Calgary. We hung out for a week. They were like, okay, let's drive back. And I said, nope, bye. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, drive home. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming home. I'm staying. So I made the conscious decision to do that. And then I started to look up to people that inspired me, people that had the life that I wanted to live. And it's going to take a little bit of time and a little while to get there. But Gary Vee has one statement that I really love. He was literally talking about how like, if you think you're worthless, if you think you're a piece of shit, if you think you aren't worth anything... I want you to truly understand that those thoughts are there because somebody put them there. And it's true. We don't just automatically think that we're a fucking like useless. We don't just think that we aren't worth anything in this world. It's based off of hearing other people put us down on a continuous basis. So if you don't believe in yourself, you're going to start leaning on other people and take that inspiration from them. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. I actually love that you said find people that inspire you, like for you, C.T. Fletcher, because my thing is that courage is contagious and bravery can be borrowed. Yes. Like when we think about like venturing out Mm -hmm. and doing our own thing, like I'm going to be a successful entrepreneur or I'm going to lose 50 pounds when everyone in my family is over. Like when we think about doing something like that, it really does take a lot of courage, especially if we don't believe in Mm ourselves. because if we don't believe in ourselves, that means that like we can't actually see ourselves doing the thing. Yeah, we can't actually see it like that's really hard. And so I think that finding somebody 
that as a mentor or finding somebody that you can look up to or somebody that inspires you can push you so much further. And so just remembering that like there are people that have already done what you want to do. And if you can find somebody that is already walking the path, it's going to take you so much further. And I want to talk about this for a second. Like talk about like people. Why do we look up to the rock? He's just a human or somebody like I like Jason Statham. So I'm going to use a Jason Statham. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Like what (laughs) makes these people these humans famous because i think that so much of our lives we spend spectating other people and looking at what other people are doing that are great things but like why don't we do a great thing i think this like why don't i start doing a great thing like i can look up to the stars or i can just become my own star a hundred percent and i think the difference between maybe like the rock and somebody else is like the rock has gone through struggles as have we all and the most successful people just come back quicker and i tell my group coaching program that all the time it's like like cole still faces adversity Ryan still faces adversity. I still face adversity, but instead of sitting in it for weeks or months, we sit in it for an hour and then we come out of it. So I think like successful, famous people have struggled, got back up, struggled, got back up, but they just get back up that much quicker. Yeah, I love it. I honestly really like that question. Can you guys hear me? We're good, bro. Go ahead. Honestly, I really like that question about like what makes those individuals so inspirational or like why do people look up to them? And I feel like the reason why we look up to other people instead of just becoming them ourselves is because again, we have that limiting belief. Like it's been drilled in our heads since we were kids, but those individuals are what we would like to become. And I feel like that's a big thing that a lot of people like don't really understand. It's like the reason why you love the rock so much is because you want to be that person. You want to be courageous. You want to be tough. You want to be strong. You want to be motivated. You want to be inspired, but you don't know how to get yourself out of that. Like guys like Kevin Hart is another person that I really look up to. And a lot of people don't know the deep side of him. Right. They don't know like the inspirational side of him. But if you like listen to that man talk or listen to him and the rock move together, like, dude, the rock gets up at a certain time every single day, grinds his ass off. There's a lot of speakers and podcasters and everything that will say the exact same thing about Kevin. They're like, yo, when they're doing a movie together, Kevin and the rock are the most intimidating individuals in the fucking entire set because they're up at 3 a.m. together training there. They set the fucking scene for the set. They show up, they run everything and then they leave. And I feel like the reason why we respect that mentality so much and why people look up to them is because, again, those individuals are who we want to be. It's not about the money, right? Like it's never been about the money for myself, at least. The money would be cool, but it's about the mentality. Like to wake up and put that work in every single fucking day, to wake up and have that drive and that work ethic. I do not know any person other than the people on this call right now that would call the hotel and ask them to make sure that there's a fucking elliptical in their room like The Rock does. He literally will pick his hotels based off of the fucking workouts they have. Dude, I don't know if you know about this, but when he was on a movie tour, they had a trailer that was hooked up to a C-can and the C-can was a portable workout gym so he could get his workouts in on fucking set wherever he was going. No excuse mindset though. And that's what a lot of people, yeah. And that's like a lot of people lack that mindset and they are okay with accepting their excuses and like actually believing their excuses. But like, I always say this, you have a problem, there's a solution. And yeah, it might take work to find that solution. But again, the most successful people are going to be fucking die hard to find that solution. Because at the end of the day, like you have all of the excuses that we use to stop Mm -hmm. ourselves from doing the things that we need to do to be successful Mm -hmm. are always right. Yes. Like you do have kids, you know, maybe you do have bad genetics. Like maybe you didn't have it right when you were growing up. Maybe you had an unfair upbringing. Maybe your family didn't have money. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have time. Like all of those things are actually right. And those are the exact same reasons that you're not going to be successful because 
you keep saying those things over and over and over again. Like our reasons can either be the things that stop us from getting to our goals, or they can be the things that fuel us to overcome those obstacles and break through those barriers and be successful despite those things. And I think like you just said, you're like, yeah, you have a mom. Yeah, you have kids. You guys, I want to put it into perspective for you. So when I came to appointment, I was like 17, 18, and I was struggling so hard with body image issues because obviously none of my friends had had kids. I didn't have enough money to buy weights. I didn't have any money. I was negative 20 to $30,000. So I got soup cans and I downloaded this guy from P90X, his videos off YouTube. And I sat in my living room with soup cans because I was so sick and tired of my own fucking excuses. So like, yes, I had a kid. No, I didn't have any money. But there is still a fucking way to get it done. And that's what people are lacking. Like who here has the discipline if they don't have weights to sit in their living room and do a workout with fucking tomato soup, right? But that's the sort of mindset that you need to have in order to be successful, the no matter what mindset. Like I will find a way. Yes. Yeah. It's about embracing the pain and the uncomfortable. And this is where like a lot of people, and I truly believe this, all right? And it's a statement that not a lot of individuals like to hear because a lot of people don't agree with me. But I think a lot of you, all right? aren't cut out for this shit. And that's okay. Like it's, it's all right to be a person who just wants to do regular shit again. And I've, I've been quoting them a lot lately because I've been listening to a lot more fucking like learning and motivational and inspirational videos on YouTube, but fucking the, the Gary V mindset of just enjoy what you're doing and be the best that you can be at what you fucking currently do. Like, that's fine. If you want to work a regular job and fucking you love your life, good. I'm happy for you. If you want to become a successful entrepreneur and like you're willing to sacrifice everything you need shit, good. I'm happy for you. But at the end of the day, it's going to take fucking work. And a lot of you guys aren't getting out of your own way. And that's why you haven't been able to see success. All right. Because this shit takes fucking hard work. This shit takes dedication. This shit takes like a mindset that is out of the norm. I'm sorry, but school set you up for fucking failure 90% of the time. All right. Like that's what it did. Mm-hmm. It like allowed you to realize that you get second chances Agreed. and everything. And that like things are just going to fall in your fucking lap if you just complain enough for them. But it's about putting that goddamn work in. The first question you asked was when it comes down to having an unsuccessful mindset, why do you think people do? Well, number one, it's obviously surroundings. Okay. Stop hanging out with your fucking loser friends from high school. 10 years after you guys graduated talking about the playoff game. All right. Our client Sal said that to me this weekend. He literally said, I'm sick of hanging out with my friends that just keep wanting to talk about the playoff game. Brian, I know you could probably relate to that, right? Having people fucking from high school and fucking football talk about the playoff game. Dude, that shit happened 12 years ago. What the fuck are you talking about it for? So yeah. All right. Start talking about the future. So yeah. if you want to be that person, because if you keep talking about the playoff game, if you keep talking about what happened to you 12 fucking years ago, you will not make it because you won't be cut out for this shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, again, I'm going to use like, I'm so fucking lucky that I worked as a bartender when I did because I would have guys that were like 50, 60, 70 years old sit down and talk to me about living in my past. I never want to be the person who lives in my past. Mm -hmm. And that's where I live. And so my invitation for all of you guys that are listening to this podcast right now is be courageous enough to set goals and work towards them. And like, no, what you said, Cole is like, is harsh, but there's a lot of truth to it. So some people aren't cut out for it. I think that there's a disconnect between what people want and what they're willing that you want. I want a million dollars. I want to be really in shape. I want, I want, I want, but they don't actually sit down and be like, okay, so what sort of things would I have to sacrifice? And so they just say they want it without actually any intention of doing it because they don't have what it takes to put in that work. So it's like, you have to be aligned with like what you want and what you will do. What you want has to equal the things that you are going to do to get there or else 
else, it's just not going to happen. Yep. Yo, a hundred percent. I actually want to touch on the listening to past people because B, I relate to that a lot, bro. The uh, bartender job. I, to this day, Okay, there was a guy I worked with as an iron worker. And if he does by chance ever hear this, Al, know that I love you, bro, even though I fucking hated you while you were my coworker. But he was 65 years old or some shit. He had to be a little bit younger. But oh my God, me and this guy hated each other, man. Fucking hated each other. And it was just, again, he was an old dog, all right? Didn't want to learn new tricks. I was the new up and comer. They made the fucking, like the foreman of the work site. I did everything. I ran everything. So we butted heads a lot. And there was one day, where he lost his temper and he slammed the fucking zoom boom door and it broke and he got stuck in it. Well, homie also has gout. So he couldn't climb out of the door or else his leg would get hurt. So we couldn't actually get out. We had to call the repair guys to get out. So he was just sitting in his pain, like annoyed that he did that to himself. And I remember there was a certain time that as soon as I saw that happen, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Cause I was like, I'm incredibly angry all the time. I'm annoyed. I'm fucking stuck in the past. I'm always bitching about stuff. And if I don't get the fuck out of here, I'm going to end up like that guy. So as much as it sounds a little bit harsh, like guys paying attention to your surroundings and asking yourself, do you want to be the individuals in 10 to 15 years that you see around you all the fucking time has helped me really level up my fucking life because seeing that situation checked me and was like, okay, maybe I should uh, stop going fucking crazy and losing my temper all the time and like take action to change my fucking life. I heard like 50% of that, but I got the main part of it. I did too. I did too. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. And you want to say anything in, in goodbye? Dude, although the Wi-Fi was shitty, I think that there the was like some, was yeah, the message was good. And I think that like you said at the beginning, if you want something and you have like the mindset and you're willing to put in the action to get there, then you can do it. So I think the biggest thing holding you back is you. And if you can recognize that, then the world is your fucking oyster. The biggest thing holding you back is you and shitty Wi-Fi. Cool. Is there anything you want to say? A hundred percent. The things that you went through in your past made you who you are today. All right. So stop blaming the past for the things that you went through and embrace them. That is the biggest thing that I can fucking talk to you guys about. That is the biggest thing that I can put into your goddamn mind. Stop blaming your parents for all the negative shit. Stop blaming your teachers for all the negative shit. Stop blaming your fucking old coworkers, your old bosses, etc. And thank them. Because without those experiences, you wouldn't be the motherfucker that you are today. So if you want to be successful, embrace the pain and move forward. Mm, appreciate you. 100%. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Change Lives and Make Money on the Trend Podcast. Peace.